good day. The Aaron Wayne Podcast. What happened? Play it. There it is. Man, I think the reason that it's been three weeks since I've done a podcast is because I just fiddle with all this stuff. I got all these cool little toys like to play with. And now I got new headphones, noise canceling. The dryer could be on. I can't hear it because you can't hear it. I can't hear it. Oh, my God. What happened to the music? Oh, my God. I was grooving. I'm just going to keep going. I had to figure that out. Note to self, figure out the intro music. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm feeling good. I've been, uh, I went for a few minutes today and got to the end of the run. I came back to the house because the dog was tired. He's a little chihuahua. He's too small to be running miles. Got him about a mile and a half, took him to the house. And then uh, I kind of just walked around with my wife and the babe and my legs. I, I feel, but. I'm alive. I'm doing it. Hope you guys are doing well. I've been thinking about hunting lately. I think I might learn how to hunt. So those of you that have been listening to the podcast the last couple of years, which is crazy. I've been doing this for a couple of years, but, um, or friends, family. I know some of y'all listen too, but, uh, so if you've been listening for a while, I've been vegan for like 10 years and, uh, made that choice for ethical reasons. And then my wife, who she's just now starting to come out a little bit as uh, somebody who dabbles in la carne, el carne, no hablas espanol. But she, when she was pregnant, she started eating meat. And uh, I said, listen, lady, I'm with you. I'll do this with you out of solidarity. And then I started getting stronger and my joints hurt less. Now this is contrasted pretty heavily with the fact that I said I ran a mile and a half and I thought I was going to blow out my knees, but that's, you know, I just traveled for, um, my granddad's funeral, uh, last week. I don't know if I plan on talking about that. I don't know if I want to talk about that. Um, my grandpa was really important to me and I don't know if I want to talk about that publicly, but that's where I was. And so I was driving for hours and hours and hours to get to Northern Virginia area and then to Gaithersburg where, uh, he lived. And so then running a mile and a half right after that, I don't know. It's like something about being 34, you know, if you, if I'd done that at 24, first of all, the drive wouldn't have hurt my back or my hips or my knees, or my ankles, kind of my neck, you know, my shoulders a little creaky, you know, it's a crazy thing. Like I still feel very youthful, but I definitely am feeling aged uh, when I don't stay in my fitness. Um, but one of the things I realized once I started eating meat was that I needed fewer like bloating sort of meals because vegan food is just not as calorically dense and it's a lot of processed oils and grains and whatnot. And so, um, you know, I think I was, I was having some autoimmune issues of like inflammation and stuff. This is the diet podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Aaron Wayne's diet talk. Now I want to hunt though. That's the punchline. I think um, I before I went vegan, um, I was gifted a rifle, and I was gifted that because I wanted to get good uh, with uh, shooting a rifle, so that you know I thought the animal agriculture industry was unethical. So if I plan on keeping 
uh, keep on eating meat, then I need to get into hunting. And then, you know, life happened and I didn't follow through with it. So the easier thing, I mean, getting into hunting is not easy if you don't come from a community, uh, specifically a family that hunts. But I think I've always been supportive of hunters, even, um, you know, throughout my vegan uh, decade. They're super important. If you're not supportive of hunters, it's probably because you don't know enough about what they do. They um, help manage wildlife populations. Um, You know, we've displaced all the predators that naturally are in the world because for like this house I live in, you know, it's not a big house. It's like a thousand square feet but it displaces all of that wildlife, that wild space. In fact, dude, my dog, I get a call from my wife uh, mm, two weeks ago, something like that, during first period, because I'm an English teacher, and I pick up the phone because she knows I'm teaching at this time. So if she's calling, that's because something's popping off. So she picks, I pick up the phone, I say, Kid, hey, listen here, kids, you guys just chill for a second. I got to pick this up. I don't know why she's calling, but I got to make sure everything's cool. And she's crying. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And she said, I couldn't understand what she was saying. Apparently, my chihuahua, who ran a mile and a half today and then petered out, he found a bunny burrow, bunny bunny bin bunny pit but uh easter he found an easter basket in the backyard with baby bunnies in it and he scarfed one up he just scarfed it all up you know if you have a chihuahua and you ever see them play with small stuffies and they kind of shake them around and chew on them that's what he did with this bunny uh trigger warning should have said that sooner i guess i don't know Apparently a study came out recently. I haven't verified the information from it, but I've heard, I think maybe Bill Maher talk about how trigger warnings actually do the inverse of their intended uh, outcome. So, you know, I didn't give you a trigger warning that a baby bunny died, but it was intense for my wife. She said, she said, uh, I heard him squeak. And I was like, well, you know, this is what they do. I thought we were going to get chickens. You know, going to out, jumping out of this vegan life, it's like, well, how can I be sustaining of uh, my food choices? You know, we get chickens for eating eggs. Might as well be responsible for producing and have some some pet chickies, little little chickies, you know. And um, if she can't handle a rabbit being eaten, you know, those chickens, they gonna die. Apparently, my neighbor's a rooster. So after my run today, I uh, met up with my wife and the babe and uh, just finished out like a half mile or a mile walk with them. And then just heard a rooster. Katie said, don't roosters, aren't roosters supposed to cock-a-doodle-doo in the morning? And I said, aren't roosters supposed to cock-a-doodle-doo on a farm, not in my neighborhood? I thought I could make a joke out of that. It's not really funny because I want a rooster. I want to. Well, I don't know if you want a rooster. I need to learn more about chickens. Nonetheless, I think um, I think one of the things I learned during COVID is, um, you know, and I had been thinking about this before. My first panic attack I ever had was in college, and it was based on watching some documentaries and thinking about the fragility of the infrastructures that we put a lot of uh, reliance on continuing to go. And I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm not saying that the world is ending but you know when COVID happened and then you see in the news like oh this region fell out of power because the the lines froze or this region uh, has some flooding or um, you know the power goes out you know 
from time to time. And, you know, we're on municipal water, uh, where we were previously on a well. Um, so I've just been thinking about, especially, you know, having to make sure that my daughter eats as well as my wife, like Katie and I, we could, if the grid goes down, we got the van, we'll just pop in the van, skedaddle our way into where they have power or where they have food, you know, hopefully, you know, it's isolated stuff, but I've been thinking about, you know, growing food, being reliant on, um, I think this is a natural, normal thing for like, this is, um, a useful form of traditional masculinity, which is who is going to make sure that everyone is protected and fed. And I think that, um, there's like a natural urge inside of me to start to fulfill that role. And hunting is a big part of that. I think, um, I didn't, you know, so if you know any hunters, you know, make a comment. First of all, you know, this happens when I'm a couple weeks out of practice. If you're still listening, go to iTunes, go to Spotify. Um, if you haven't subscribed already, subscribe, but put a rating in there. I have like a crazy disproportion of people who subscribe or listen and don't comment or um, rate. So just throw five stars. It takes two seconds. Like I think if you just stop listening this second, I mean, you keep listening, keep playing it, but like, you know, how you open up a tab in your viewer and then just hit five stars, just hit five stars. It's that easy. It's no big deal. Um, so what else have I got going on? You know, I, I don't know if I, I haven't read enough about this to really speak about it, but I saved this screenshot today because I was, there's this, this, uh, Instagram page that I started following called upward news and they lean slightly right, I think. Um, and it's really just because of Russell conjugation. If you don't know what that is, maybe I'll do a podcast on Russell conjugation via Eric Weinstein, uh, Weinstein rather. Um, let me make a note of that. I think that's worth talking about later. Um, but through Russell conjugation, it seems as if they, uh, lean slightly right, but you have to be a really astute reader of news to figure that out. But overall, I think they're very centrist. Um, and I found their page and subscribed to their newsletter because it seemed like legit news. And one of the things that came through this morning that I was reading, um, was actually echoed in another podcast that I listened to, which is a poll came out that Americans uh, are showing steep decline in American values. And I don't know exactly what that means. So, for example, there was um, about a 30% drop in the idea uh, that patriotism is very important uh, since 1998 to today. So, again, I'll repeat that again because when I, <laughs> I listened to this on a podcast I listened to, and I was like, well, this percent, that date, this percent, that date. So over the last, call it 25 years, there's been a 30% decline in the amount of Americans who think that patriotism is very important. There's also been a uh, 20-ish point decline in religion. There's been a 30-point decline in having children. And there has been a 35-point decline in the idea of community involvement being very important. Now, the interesting metric that everybody's talking about this is pointing out is all of those declines took place, which I think any like 
whether wherever you land in that spectrum of this is important or this is not important, you can probably agree that these are um, traditionally American values, like the idea of patriotism, uh, religion, um, having children, community involvement. Like I think I, I would hope that, and again, you know, religion gets kind of weird for some people, but and it has been for me in the past, less so these days, but. <clears throat> you know, those are, you would hope that your community would be interested in those things. Like, like patriotism, like our, our country is good. Um, community involvement, like now back to the patriotism point, And then I'll come back to the, this outlier uh, category that people keep talking about that I mentioned like two minutes ago. It is easy to be less enthusiastic about your government when your government doesn't seem to be serving you or to be serving the general in interests of goodness of the good. But I think patriotism is something different. I think what for me um, and for anybody who I would identify as patriotic, it's not like we support the government and the things they do. It's we support the ideas of what the government could do within the systems that like we've instilled from the beginning right and you know this isn't a history lesson you know you can say a lot about the founding fathers and their hypocrisies which should be said and you can say a lot about how the founding documents were not about all americans because they weren't at the time but i think the great insight of the founders and i'm not you know studied in this as as others you know more learned on it might be but you know the founding the founding of this country had the ideals in place and the systems in order to fully actualize those ideals um and so i think i don't know the more i talk about this out loud the more i think that um i don't know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you know i started this podcast for uh the idea of exploring thoughts so you know that was me exploring a thought i'm gonna think more about that one and also it's 9 40 at night on a wednesday and i ran a mile and a half today i'm not bragging you know but your, your boy's burning the midnight oil 10 p.m oil because i like to do things i like to build things okay back to what i was talking about that was a tangent on the patriotism thing. Apologies. Um, I think I'm, uh, I'm also starting another podcast. Um, I started, um, started a creative design group. Um, and I've been doing some outreach, uh, to new clients, uh, currently working with one client. And I think that I want to, uh, build another podcast that is way more structured. I think I've made runs at making my uh, podcast. I don't think that it serves me. I don't think that's actually what people are interested in, at least from the feedback that I've gotten, uh, any longer in trying to format this in a really specific way, but maybe just kind of like I'm doing today, which is a couple ideas I'm thinking about and then popping in, um, some of the things I've been learning and then kind of exploring them live so that I can more fully understand them. And then, you know, hopefully edify, uh, my thinking to you and maybe for you, and to bring some ideas to you that you haven't 
heard. Um, and then have another podcast that's a bit more formal and structured uh, with a different intent, a different uh, aim. But this is more about exploring thinking. So that was like the meta conversation to bring us back to what I was about to say, which is the outlying data point that everybody's pointing out with this um, American values poll is that there has been a 22-point increase in people's value of money, rating it as very important. So a 20% increase over the last 30 years of people saying that money is very important. Now, what's interesting is the juxtaposition here. So you have the values of what you would hope would be you know, a thriving culture, a thriving country, society. So again, re- religion and patriotism, they, they can be jingoistic and dogmatic and uh, all of these things. But I think, you know, the more nuanced people might be able to see the value in that, which I poorly articulated to you. But nonetheless, you know, people that are in, um, religious groups, they, they report on other polls that I don't have at my fingertips, uh, to have more life satisfaction. Right. Um, so what do we do with that information? I don't know what to do with that. I'm not part of any faith-based organization. Um, and in my younger adult life, I was very critical of people that were, um, I think that my yoga life has sort of opened me up in that regard to see, um, how others find value in their, um, you know, their belief systems and their metaphysics that I don't necessarily subscribe to, subscribe to, but then that's fine. Uh, I've always been very tolerant of that, but never really understood the value. Now I understand the value in a more nuanced way. And so, you know, religion, patriotism, having families and being involved in your community, those four categories, thinking about right error. It did this last time. It says it's still recording. I got to figure this out. It's got to be the card because this is a brand new zoom recorder, (laughs) whatever. We'll figure it out. If it, if it, if it dumps, it dumps. I'll post what I got and then try to fix it. Um, we're doing it live, but you would think that those would be four things that would be useful to have a community, uh, and country engaged in those numbers went down. The number that went up is money and the rating of it as very important. Now, do I think money's important? Yeah. You know, there might have been a time in my life where I was a bit more uh, radical in my thinking and thinking we should abolish money. But, you know, money is just a sublimated form of alloc- of your time allocation. It's a sublimated form of your time allocation. Uh, many episodes back, I talked about inflation. Um, and this is prior to the, like, inflation of 2020, late of Q3 and four of 22 and Q1 of, uh, 23, this is like year, maybe a year and a half ago, I was talking about this, but you know, inflation is as damaging as it is because all the dollars that you possess are representative of time plus leverage. So leverage meaning, um, so we'll start with time, time, just per hour output. Leverage is when you start to utilize skills, techniques, uh, knowledge, whatever that is, that lever gets a little bit longer and allows you to pump up. If you're watching YouTube, you see very 
interesting hand gestures. That lever allows you, the longer that lever gets, it allows you to bump up your per hour earning potential. And so the idea of money like is useful. It is important because it's just a representative of the time and that you put into something and the intellect that you have utilized to find leverage in your per hour output. But the fact that so many more people think that money is very important to them, whereas in 1998, it was 31% of people. And it's one of these Likert scales. So it's like uh, entirely unimportant, unimportant, slightly unimportant, neutral, important, very important. So like a, you know, a one, or it's like a zero, one, two, or a zero, negative one, negative two kind of Likert bar. The idea that so many more people hit that number two all the way at the far right of the screen to say very important. I think it says a couple things. I, th- I think it says that people don't have money. Um, because if you had money and you rated it as very important, it's like, I think the thing that, the thing that people who are broke, trust me, I know when you're broke, the first thing you think that is going to solve your problems is money. And for most people it is another statistic I just learned recently, uh, learned this from Peter Tia, who has a book out now. Um, that would be a dream interview, man. Um, Peter Tia has a book out now, um, called outlive which i've yet to read but i heard him on a podcast talking about this number which is fewer than 50 percent of americans if you give them 24 hours could muster up 2500 dollars. so a simpler way to say that over half american have over half of americans can't get their hands on 2500 dollars within a day and that's a crazy idea because if your car breaks down or you get into a car accident and your car is totaled or if you break your leg, right, or whatever, whatever, you could be like, you know, putting a car on a credit card or you could be, I don't know, are you allowed to do that? I don't know. But what that means is people are really worried about money. I think that's what this says. And so I see this inverse correlation of a dropping in the significance of patriotism for people, the drop in having children, the drop in community involvement, all of this going um, down on the y-axis. And on the up, we have the value of money as very important. I think what that indicates to us that it's not a correlation. It's a, I think there is a genuine relationship there, which is as people are losing their investment in these core principles of what hopefully a fulfilled life would be again, back to the patriotism religion thing, like agree or disagree. Um, one thing we can all agree, hopefully, apparently not though, only 27% of Americans, 2023 said community involvement was important. Um, community involvement. There's a lot of data on that, that that actually increases your, lifetime earning that uh, potential it increases your general state of well-being and happiness it improves your community because you're getting involved with it so you know you see that drop you see the idea of having children drop and the idea of increasing your monetary assets increase so 
Like, what the hell's going on, man? It's like, I think people, I think people are being broken by the internet. Now, I've said this to colleagues. I think the internet is in the process of breaking us. And that's another reason that I carry on with this podcast, even though I've got to do it at 945 at night while I got a baby monitor. If you see on YouTube, you can see the back of my baby monitor. It's pretty nice. You know, no big deal. It was a gift. I couldn't afford this, I don't think. But I have friends that could. Uh, thanks, friends. You know, the reason I keep doing this is, one, I'm an egomaniac. Two, I think about myself all the time. <laughs> No, um, two, I, I, like I learn by talking and then three, the internet is breaking us and there has to be somebody who is in your network, right? Whether this is some like most of the people that listen to this have never met me and probably won't ever meet me. Some of the people that listen to this have met me, but I'm confident that in some way the internet has affected you negatively. Maybe you saw something you didn't want to see. Maybe you heard some news that is like is totally irrelevant to you, but somehow makes you feel muddy. And the consumerism that has been injected through the internet to us, I think is breaking our brain. And I think that these data that have come out about American values is another like notch in that belt of how it's it's another like metric that we can look at to say, the internet is genuinely breaking us. Why would you be involved with your local community if you can talk to somebody on Discord who's in Korea and games the same game you game? Why would you have children? You know how inconvenient it is to have kids? You know? What, why would you be patriotic? Like, what's, these, they're all crooks anyway. They all lie. It's all games. Like, why would you have a religious community? It's all bullshit anyway. So, like, this is what people are thinking. But you know what they want? They want that Skrilla. And I do too. I want money too. But I also want to be involved in my community. I also want to raise a family. I also want to live in a country that I'm proud of. And I also want to be, live in a country where people feel comfortable to like, live out their metaphysical beliefs and their religious structures. So that's why I do this podcast. That's why I keep doing this. Even though it's not easy to keep doing it. You probably just heard my dog bark upstairs because he hears me down here jibber-jabbering in the basement. <laughs> you know, my wife's already gone to bed. I'd like to go to my bed with my wife. But I think that there's, there has to be a means for us as a community of people on the Internet to be able to support one another from not going insane with the Internet. Right? This is an incredibly powerful tool. It's been co-opted. Like the information that is available to us has just been spilled everywhere. And it's so cumbersome to be able to digest anything that's useful that we just bypass the digesting of like, you could understand nuclear fusion if you wanted to, like at least to the level of the scientists as far as they've gone with it. But you don't. You can learn how to play piano, but you haven't. The internet is just so chock-a-block full of information that we just scroll instead. Things that fire us up, things that attract us, things that sort of mildly entertain us, and it's all bullshit. And so if we don't have people that are making voice heard, that are being reasonable and compassionate on the internet, it's going to keep breaking us.
my memory card just got full. And I don't even know if the Zoom recorder took down everything. But you know what? We're going to call it there. Also, I don't know if the audio of this track is going to skip again. Because it did last time. But I'm going to keep going. Listen, guys, if you like what I'm doing here, subscribe, like, comment, go to the YouTube channel. YouTube channel is growing a little bit, uh, probably because I've just been chirping about it on each podcast. Uh, still only has a very embarrassing amount of followers, but the view count's growing, the impression count's growing. So just keep following, keep liking, keep commenting, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.